Hello and welcome to the Weekend Insider. We are back once again after a week's break. How are you going, lads? Okay? Very good. All good, mate. Excellent. Good stuff. Uh, just, I just thought I'd bring the the, uh, the listeners and, and the viewers in of why we had a week break. It was for... Because Ian wanted a week break to get over his shoulder injury. I don't know if anybody's heard about his shoulder injury. He doesn't, he doesn't <laughs> like to go on about it, you know. So we've had a, we've had a week off for him in mourning of his shoulder. You're, you're an absolute knobhead. First and foremost, <laughs> aren't you? And uh, no, no one asked you to have a week off. It's just you couldn't do without your season tips, could you, for a week? That's exactly right, to be honest, mate. That's exactly right. M- well, Mrs. Weekend Insider. It was her birthday, wasn't it? So, uh, ah, that, now the real reason's coming out. Now the real reason's yeah, yeah. coming Mrs. out. Mrs. Weekend Insider, yeah. yeah Chris's, Chris's, Chris's missus is the reason we've not yeah, done exactly. the Weekend Insider. Mate, Chris had a massive shepherd's hook last week, didn't he? No, you're not doing that. <laughs> yeah, I had to go out boozing. Sorry about that, lads. So, so it's been, uh, so we missed a week. So a, a lot's happened in that week. First of all, looking back to that, that last um, insider that we did, I mean, what a week. What a week. I've got, I've got, I've got the results here. Correct me if I've, if I've missed anything. I'll start with, um, with your host, Dave, a 22 to 1 football winner, mate. Yeah, not... <laughs> out, out of this world, mate. And then we're at seven to two on the horses win, five to two win, eleven to one each way place, a fourteen to one double, and a nine to one place treble. I mean, if you can find any other tipping thing online on the TV or your mates who can do better than that, then I'll take them the races myself and they can put that on. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they can show me how they do it because that is absolutely phenomenal, lads. I can't I can't say how, how, how big it is, really. I mean, you, you two must be buzzing as well, though. Yeah, it was, it was uh, good. That Dave hasn't really mentioned his footy win. No, no. That, <laughs> like your shoulder. I know. To be fair to Ian, right, he, he's been... Um, He's been on fire for for a while. Um, I had a couple of dodgy weeks prior to that, so I needed my win. So that's why I've not stopped banging on about it. And it you wasn't. Did need it, to be fair. it was it was twenty two to one, and um, and I was confident about it as well. Um, so yeah, very happy with it, and um, that's all we can go again this week. Definitely. Well, I know uh, speaking to you before, Dave, and yesterday, you, you're very, very confident again this yeah. week. You couldn't wait to record this because you're so yeah. confident. Well, thankfully, that uh, because of your misses, we didn't do last week. And when you said, oh, we're not going to do it this week, I actually said to you, I said, I've looked at the fixtures last weekend. And I said, thank God that we're not doing it because I couldn't see anything last week. And I did have a bet. And as I thought, I got nowhere. So it was good that we had a week off. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was gutted we had the week off last week. I think I said oh. the better you guys. I uh, The closest I've ever been to coming through a card at Newmarket. Uh, I picked six of the seven winners at Newmarket and, and cleared a few quid, to be fair, last Saturday off relatively small stakes. Uh, so I was gutted because the uh, the podcast might have had a bell and week last week on the horses, but never mind. I did. Get, get on to my missus, mate. Tell her. Yeah. This is weekender. <laughs> oh, that sounds well dodged, that to me. <laughs> uh, so, just to remind people, we are now on 
uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can follow us. Um, just search for the Weekend Insider. This weekend, actually, we're actually um, being featured. We're, we're going, we're going massive. We're going big now. We're on Radio Warrington on uh, on Saturday lunchtime. Uh, you, again, you can search for Radio Warrington. It's on AM frequency or actually smart um, speaker. Do, do you know the frequency of that? Um, Ian, off the top of your no, head. It's, it's easier on digital, mate. If you just ask Alexa or or, or whatever your smart speaker is, uh, or download the app. Uh, one of some radio was an app as well, so you could you can listen to that as easy. It's uh, it's the warm up show that I present most weeks on a Saturday. Crack and sports show. It's well worth a listen. Uh, we cover all sorts of sports, and for uh, for reasons best known to myself, I've invited you to on the show. This <laughs> you want more, more listeners, don't you? That's what it is, mate. Oh, the warm up's getting weekended. <laughs> Good stuff. So yeah, so so we're on all that. So listen to us if you can on Saturday. Um, so yeah, so so from from last time's podcast, really, like I said, there's a, there's a lot gone on. Really, um, I'll just have a quick rundown of, of the sport and thing that's gone on. Uh, the, the rugby league that I like to to mention, the the odds betting, <laughs> as you know, has a ninety nine percent win rate. <laughs> I was going to do what I'm going to bring that up on Saturday, you know, because I'm going to get you to tip a couple of rugby games up on the radio. Um, the, the week of the podcast, we had two winners in, so you're into a profit. You only, if you're back in all six games, you only need two out of the six to come in, and you're into a profit. But even if just one comes in, you might you're losing very minimal for having six bets, which is pretty good. So two came in on that week, and they're always about nine to two, four to one. And then last week, uh, just one out of the six came in. So we're looking forward to this week. Also as well, um, I don't know about you, lads. Have you, have you seen the boxing recently? I, I, for me, it's turned into a bit of a farce. Not, not the actual fights. The, the actual the, the warm-up to the fights, like the press conferences and all that. It's like, do you remember WWE or WWF? Oh, yeah. I used to watch, yeah. Where they're fronting each other out and stuff and... Honestly, it's, it's turned, it's turned like that. Have, have you seen the one this week with um, uh, that YouTuber and uh, Floyd Mayweather? I think it was last night, the video. Yeah. Let's be Where honest, the YouTuber fighting Floyd is just a joke anyway, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. I mean, the other YouTuber, his brother fought, um, what was his name, that UFC fighter last week, and actually beat him, to be fair to him. Um, but still, for him to be fighting someone like Floyd Mayweather. But the, his brother like they squared up in some hotel or whatever it was and he stole his hat and, and tried to run off with his hat with Mayweather. <laughs> <laughs> but he ran off going i've got your hat i've got your hat <laughs> you know what i mean you get a chance to watch the little clip on social media it is pretty funny but it, it's it's turning into an absolute farce and i'm getting bored of it they better be careful, mate. They're going to end up on that um, Eurosport. You, you watching them on a Thursday afternoon? The way it's going. Did I? Uh, did I see a couple of the old timers are coming back out, Chris? A couple of the heavyweights. Well, I saw a poster saying um, showing Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis. Um, I'm, I'm not a fan of it, me. Let it. The, the, the time's been answered. They're too old, you know what I mean? It's it's not, probably not Someone, could get, really, someone could get really hurt in that, wouldn't yeah. yeah, well, the last time Mike Tyson fought, they did that thing of, there was no, um, there was no knockdown. Uh, there was no, there was all kinds of different rules. And you're like, you may as well just play, play boxing chess, you know what I mean? That I mentioned the other week. Just, just play well chess just, instead of boxing. Yeah. 
May as well just play steal the hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a new that's your sport today, that is fine. That'd be a good one that. They need to change the, the name though, steal the hat. They're gonna have to come up with something better than that. Mate, I like yeah, it does what it says on the tin. I'm all yeah. for simplicity, mate. You got you don't have anyone asking how do you play steal the hat? Do you? The rules are there. No, like, like, really, like chess boxing is open to interpretation, isn't it? See, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I thought he had the gloves on, and that was the <laughs> challenge. <laughs> um, so on, on the boxing, so last week there was... Um, Steal the hat. Uh, <laughs> what? Steal the hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was Joseph Parker versus uh, Chisora. Um, that was a little bit controversial in the end. Uh, it went to points. Parker won on points. But a lot of people thinking uh, Chisora um, should have won. I'd like to give you my um, analysis on it, but I'd, I'd had a few beers, so I can't. <laughs> I watched it, but don't remember watching it. So, so that was me. Because um, imagine the, you having your own scorecard watching the boxing. <laughs> yeah, I do. Mrs. Weekend Insider. I say that's a ten. That's a nine. Okay. Yeah, and welcome to um, the Weekend Insider. Chris is our boxing expert. He watches it while he's had too many and can't remember the fight. <laughs> listen, out, listen out for his tips. Oh, yeah, my tips, yeah. Good to see this podcast has uh, resumed where the last one ended. <laughs> Complete fucking um, farce. <laughs> although on, on that night of boxing, I'll tell you what, it did make me feel old. I don't know if you saw it. There was like Ricky Atom's lad, Campbell Hatton, was fighting. Chris Eubanks' lad. Who, so these boxers were kind of grown up watching. And now their sons are like early 20s. Fighting as well, and that's mad. That, it? it just shows you getting old, doesn't it? Yeah, really. Yeah, it's depressing that. Quite, quite worrying, quite worrying. So I bet you've had it in a before us, though, aren't you, Ian? Oh, God. getting old. You can remember it's... Ricky Atten's dad, can't you? <laughs> that's yeah. a bit harsh, mate, isn't it? Just because, <laughs> hey, just just because Dave Wellies the just for men. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> by the way, by the way, Ian had his first COVID jab in nineteen eighty-eight. <laughs> you got that written down there, Dave. Yeah, you've had that stored for two weeks, haven't you? <laughs> um, but, but on on that night of boxing, the uh, the stole the show, the women's boxing, um, Katie Taylor versus Natasha Jonas, absolutely brilliant. I don't know if you've seen much of this Katie Taylor. She's done uh, for the for the women's boxing game. It's it's come on leaps and bounds because of her. And she is fantastic for. For the whole fight, it went to points in the end. Uh, Katie Taylor won on points, but it was an absolute slugfest. Honestly, it was fantastic. They were both battered and bruised. It was, it was brilliant. Beat be the main, the main event for me, and it does every time. She's she's fantastic. If you do get a chance to see that Katie Taylor, have a look at her on YouTube. She's she's unbelievable, um, and what she's done for the women's games, fantastic, really. Um, onto the football, um, all all English Champions League final, City Chelsea. Yeah, may as well with that. I think that's brilliant. Yeah, they, uh, it's good, mate. They both deserve it to be to be fair to them. They've both been um, the best teams in it this season, so can't really complain. I was um, impressed by Chelsea, Dave. Were you? Yeah, yeah, very impressed. Um, but as I said, you know when uh, when we drew uh, when we play Real Madrid, Liverpool, and I said, well, if we don't beat these, then we don't yeah, des- yeah. deserve to go any further. I do think it's an a an, a side that's aged and a 
I don't think it t- it didn't take much to beat them, but Chelsea absolutely wiped the floor with them. Um, and it, it could have been about four or five, really, couldn't it? So, Should have been. Should have been. Yeah, yeah. I mean, City, how, how good is City looking, by the way? It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a close final, that, I think. I, yeah, I, I reckon it's... Um, sorry, mate, go on. I was just going to say, I think it's going to be a lot of uh, like City possession. Um, Chelsea will sit back and just try and hit them on the counter. I think yeah, that's fast, the way aren't they? He likes, yeah. yeah, he likes to set them up and they've got lo- loads of quick players. And now, how good's Mason Mount, by the way? I know, yeah. Matt's stat here, actually. I was doing some research for the... Uh, oh, hang on, hang on. I'll get my stat banner. Hang on. You can't, you can't start yet. Hang on. Well, Go on, you're all right now. I was doing some research for the radio at the weekend and uh, just looking at how, how much Chelsea have improved, you know, under two show. And uh, yeah. it, it's ridiculous. His defence... You what, there's a lot, there's a lot you of have made some notes there. There's what? Your preparation is about about 20 sheets of paper there. That's not for this show, that's for Sati. <laughs> this show takes 10 minutes. in his hands there, there's amount, amount yeah. of paper. 75% of games for two show clean sheets. Compared to Lampard, compared to Lampard, which was eighteen percent. Wow, like some some turnaround, that like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. That's good. That I saw um, um, this week as well. um, Villa Park. We're we're trying to get it as well, rather than it being in Istanbul. Yeah, yeah. I'll be honest. It annoys me all that they think that uh, because it's two English teams, it oh, it all makes sense. They should have it here. No, they've planned it there. You know, Istanbul, there's a lot of people that have put money into that. You know, local people, the air, you know, the, the city itself. You know, it's been, these things get prepared years in advance. So it's not a case of just saying, oh, just because two English, let's switch it to Villa Park. People don't realise that. It's one of my real <laughs> And, and, and to be honest, I... from our Turkish minister. <laughs> No, can you imagine that? You get to the Champions League final and yeah. it's right, everyone off to Villa Park. Yeah, you look forward to going to Istanbul and you end up in Birmingham. You don't want yeah. that, do you? No. See, Roman Abramovich yeah. stepped up, said, I'll play it on my yacht. <laughs> yeah, they're pretty big enough, innit? Now, that'd be fair enough if they switched it so they can stuff it in Istanbul. I'm going on that yacht. Yeah, it'd be brilliant, up, wouldn't it? Imagine that footy pitch on a yacht. Yeah. Oh, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? That'd be nice. Um, so, on to this week, fellas. Um, we mentioned the boxing a little bit there. Um, the boxing this week is Canelo versus uh, Saunders. Uh, again, they've been at it this week of a bit of a farce because of the ring size and stuff. Um, so, Canelo is 1-7. to seven. Uh, Saunders is 9-2 to two, and the draw is 20-1. By the way, do you know do you know the his name Canelo? Um, his name's like Raul Alvarez or something like that. Do you know where the name Canelo comes from? A little bit of a stat for you. Go on. No, no we it, don't. It comes from because he's got like red hair, fiery red hair or something. They say, and he's, the Canelo comes from another word that means little cinnamon, and that's what Canelo comes from. That's his just, you've literally just got yourself a new nickname. <laughs> 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 what little cinnamon or canelo? Little cinnamon. Oh, let's just go for little cinnamon. <laughs> I, I prefer canelo. Yeah. No. Um, no you, you, you suit little cinnamon, though. To be fair. 
Thanks, thanks. Dave, uh, but he's also taking over with the boxing here today, isn't he? You know, just I know. He's, he's pushing this boxing, isn't he? Is, 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 he, is he angling for a slot on another show or something? Uh, hang on, uh, Mr. Earn, they're telling me off. <laughs> um, so, but your missus is going to contest in now with Mr. Earn. <laughs> 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 you should have naughty boy, little cinnamon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, I did oh see. Um, <laughs> um, I did see a bet um, over three to one on the on the boxing. You know the boxing. Uh, three to one was a, a either fight to be knocked down um, and Canelo to win on points. Um, which I think is pretty good at three to one. I do think uh, Joseph Parker will probably get knocked down. Whether he'll be knocked out, I don't know. So three to go points, and Canelo will probably win. So at three to one, that's probably where where my money will uh, will go. Um, and I know you'd be pleased to get off the boxing rugby league this weekend. Challenge Cup quarterfinals. Um, there's two games today uh, on tonight on Sky, and then there's two games tomorrow on uh, the BBC. Uh, which is pretty good. So you've got Catalan, Warrington and Sintel in Scuddersfield tonight. And then tomorrow on, on BBC, you've got uh, Hull v Wigan in Castleford v Salford. Now I picked out a little bet. Oh, Ian's bored already. He's gone. <laughs> Ian! He's gone. Ian, me, 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 me tips are on. I'll, I'll carry on without him. Oh, he's not that bothered. So, so rugby league, I don't know where he's gone. I think he's gone for a coffee or something. Um, he's back. So, oh, he's back. Oh, nice of you to join us. Nice of you to join us, mate. I'll dock that out your fee. <laughs> <laughs> it's only about um, that, listeners. Chris stops okay. talking about boxing and rugby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, still, still on the rugby. Uh, so I've seen a bet though in the Catalan v Warrington game, which I quite fancy. So this is them to score a try at any time. Sam Tompkins, Josh Charnley, and Greg Inglis to score at any time is nine to one. I quite fancy that. I'm, I'm going to have a, a little do on that. So that's. Uh, I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, Chris. Uh, I think it'll be tight, but I do think so. Sam Tompkins for Catalan, normally kind of on the score sheet. Josh Charnley, winger, Greg Inglis, centre, uh, scored last week on his debut. So Love Greg Inglis, uh, doesn't he, Dave? Oh, yeah. Yeah. My new best friend. <laughs> new best friend. You know, there's going to be an injunction against you very soon. <laughs> Park and wait um, for him after training and that. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Greg, Greg, Greg. So, so that's, 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 that's nine to one. That I really fancy that. I think that's that's uh, pretty good. And that is that is me for uh, boxing and rugby this week, fellas. So it's great of you to join us. Um, <laughs> we'll see you now, all. So, moving on to this week, um, Dave, I'm going to start with you, mate, following on from your uh, Don't Like to Talk About It 22 to 1 winner on our last yeah. podcast, mate. And I know you're very, very confident here. So, over to you, pal. Fire away. Right. Well, this week, the reason I, I was more confident when I put the fivefold in, it turned, it was 22 to 1. On William, <laughs> so I'm thinking it's written in the stars again. A double, loads of little little ducks, twenty twos, twenty twos to one all over the show. <laughs> so, right this weekend, it's all about the League Two 
playoff spots. What are you laughing at now? We're just giggling, just being childish. Right, so it's League Two playoff spots. There's five teams fighting it out for the the last two spots. Now, the reason I like like this, it stands out that the teams that they play in, these five teams fighting for the playoff spots, they're playing teams that have got nothing to play for. So it's the last game of the season and their minds will be on the beach when the restrictions are lifted, you know, getting off with a family. So, so we've got... Bit weird. Well, you can't, honestly, you can't say anything. Anything misplaced and then it's... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's why I have all my notes. <laughs> yeah. And then the other, the, obviously the other five teams, they're, they're thinking of going to Wembley. It might be that being in League Two, it might be their only way of ever playing at Wembley. And obviously they want to get into to League One. So the first game, and this is the strongest one, is Exeter uh, against Barrow. Now this on its own, um, the odds are 8 to 11. Now Exeter have hit form at exactly the right time when you want to hit it. And they beat Bolton, um, which I know Chris was happy with last week. He was he was laughing. Bolton were one 0 oh, up, and they were going up. And then um, Exeter come back and beat them two one when all the fans were outside the stadium celebrating. <laughs> so, so if Exeter win and Forest Green draw or get beat, they'll get that last playoff spot. Or if um, Newport Newport and Tranmere lose. Um, they can take the playoff spot because their goal difference is far superior than everybody else's. They've they've got scored seventy goals, which is the joint highest in the league this season. So they do score goals. Um, Barrow are safe, and they've lost the last four out of five games, um, and they lost to Southend last weekend at home, and that's relegated Southend, who were awful. So that's the strongest one. Uh, Exeter to beat Barrow. Next one, again, this is fairly similar to, to, to what I've just said previously. It's Salford against Lane Orient. Now, on its own, the game is 4-7 to seven for Salford to win. Again, they've hit form at just the right time with a new manager that, that obviously Neville and the rest of them brought in. They've, um, they've, won, yeah, they've won the last four or five, so they've given themselves a slim chance of the playoffs. I'm thinking, you know what Neville and all the other Class of 92 would have said to the manager and the players, if you get this last playoff spot and you get and you get into League One, the bonuses that I bet that they've they've offered them will be will be unbelievable. So I think that they'll be desperate to win to give themselves a fighting chance of of getting that last spot. Uh, Leighton Orion are complete like the mid table and they've lost the last three conceding nine goals. So again it's another strong home win. <clears throat> For them. So that's that's two out of the, the the five. The next one, again, um, another one looking for the playoffs is Newport away at Southend. Newport only um, need a point, but they've hit great form recently. Actually, they've hit, they hit form after I stopped betting on them because I was betting on them um, and they were getting beat like one nil at home, like uh, around January time. And now they've just gone on, and now they've gone into fifth place, and they're looking really good. Um, they, they relegated Southend, but they have hit form recently. Um, but they're at home, and the home form is um, horrendous. Um, they've only won two this year, 
um, and they've lost uh, six and drawn the other f- four nil nil. So they don't they don't tend to score at home. They're relegated. I can't see them putting up much of a fight. Newport are going to be up for it. They want the playoff spot. So I expect an away win. It's not as confident as me two previous, but I still fancy it. Yeah. Um, fourth pick is Tranmere at home to Colchester. Now, I'm only really going for this, again, because they need the playoff spot. But also, Tranmere at home uh, are really good. That's one reason. And the second thing is Colchester. Um, Colchester's away form is horrendous again. They've not won away since the 12th of December. Since then, they've drew six and lost eight. So, again, it looks like another strong home selection for the four um, teams that are fighting it out. Now, I'm not putting the the fifth game, I'm not putting Forest Green in because I don't fancy... They're away at Oldham and Forest Green away and they're not good and the form recently isn't good. So, they're, they're the team that are fighting for the places that I don't expect to win. But I do fancy, if, if this is just on a side note, I do fancy goals galore in that game. Uh, Forest, uh, Oldham versus Forest Green. So, before I tell you my fifth selection, I want to tell you that that fourfold that I think is really strong, if you want to put that on its own, is eight to one. Now, my fifth fold, which when I put it in, it's an 11 to 8 selection and it takes it up to 22 to 1. Now, I'm personally going to back it because I, for some reason I really fancy it. And it's a 12.30 kickoff as are all the championship games. Oh, nice. <laughs> right. And you're not going to believe when I say this, but it's, it's Derby to beat Sheffield Wednesday. And there's a few reasons for this. Now, oh, are they home or away, Chris Derby? They're at, they're at home. So they're at home, Derby. Now, the reasons behind this um, is Derby, uh, uh, they're a a place out of the relegation zone, two points above Rotherham and three points above Chef Wednesday and only one goal difference between them. Um, I think Rotherham will get beat um, away at Cardiff on Saturday. So that leaves the last relegation place between Derby and Chef Wednesday. So it's a shootout, so to speak. They're both in poor form. but last weekend, I watched Nottingham, uh, Chef Wednesday play Nottingham Forest, and they had to win Chef Wednesday to really, do you know, so they could have relegation in their own hands. And I watched the game, and it looked as if they were playing a, a pre-season friendly. They were awful. Didn't look like scoring. It ended nil-nil. But if anyone was going to win it, it would have been Forest, and Forest had nothing to play for. It was a dire game. With them going away to Derby, and I hate to say this, and I'm putting in the Wayne Rooney factor that I can just see him winning and, and Derby will stay up. I just really fancy them to win at home and be a very poor Sheffield Wednesday side. So that's what I'm going for. And also on a little side note, Kazim Richards to score for Derby as well. I'll be backing him to score first in that game. So that's me for this week. And it's a fivefold at 22 to 1. Nice, mate. Lovely. Lovely. Yeah. I think a lot of bookies do um, 
or, or money back if one one leg lets you down or something on, on a five full and, and things like that, don't they? Yeah. So that could be worth having a look for um, if you do that, or maybe two bets if you're eight to one and then you're twenty two to one. But that yeah, I'll, probably be, I'll probably be doing two bets, I reckon, on that. Yeah. yeah, I quite fancy it because I think that Derby Sheffield Wednesday one, I think you're right, but I think it'll be really tight, won't it? Um, and, and I think that Kazim Richards, who you just mentioned that, I think my, I might have a couple of pounds on Kazim Richards 1 0, I think, Derby 1 0, because yeah. that, that'll be a decent price. You'll probably get about 20 to 1 for that, won't you? At least. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. There's, a, there's, pro, there's, there's the double chance you could throw into a couple of these games as well, isn't there? You know, Derby or draw. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd yeah, yeah, price, yeah, yeah. But uh, eleven to eight was pretty, pretty decent. I thought on its own. Yeah, it is. It's good. It's good. You won't need it when the uh, when the twenty two to one comes in, will you? Be anything else would be a bonus, really. No, watch it now. They'll all come in apart from that exit to one that I've been saying is the most guaranteed at eight to eleven. <laughs> is that is that your balls out the bag selection, Dave? That falls out the bag. That if that doesn't come in, I'm giving up. Yes, it's on the screen. Balls it's the on the screen. The balls are out the bag. <laughs> Brilliant. Nice one, mate. I've got I've got all them written down, so I'll be throwing them on again. Um, over to you, Ian, for the uh, for the GGs. A tough week this week, lads. Actually, I was I won't lie to you. I was looking for maybe a couple of easy selections this week to keep the run going. You know, a couple of small prices that I could maybe throw into a double or a treble. And uh, keep the kudos going for the, the, the podcast of yet another win on the horses. It, it, it's not happening. So I have got uh, three selections, uh, one nap, one next best and one big each way selection. Uh, all in big races. So the first one is the Swinton Hurdle at Haydock, the 310 race at Haydock on Saturday. It's a two mile hurdle race. Going's probably going to be soft weather. hasn't been great, has it? Uh, and so uh, look through this it's a wide open race to be honest the key the key piece of form for this is a race that happened at Ainsley back at the Ainsley Festival at the start of April it was a race that was won by a horse called Roland Ward uh, and second in that race was a horse called Camprond uh, ball pulls a little bit clear of the field uh, there was only probably half a length in there at the end both of them, I think, are, are set to run a good race. I say it was a good piece of form. However, there was a horse in that race called Coppolus, which reposes today. It, it, it came pulling double about two hurdles out. It was cruising too far out to presume it was going to win, but enough for me to have a look at its back form. And this horse, to me, at eleven to two, six to one in places, six to one on bet three six five, generally eleven to two. So it's a good each way bet. Looks proper nap material for me. You know, napping the six to one shot is is quite balls off the bag, Chris, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hold on. There uh, we go. We're on. But I say it's very light, right, lightly raced. I think Adoc will suit. Adoc's got a nice long straight, similar to to Aintree has. So it'll get time to come into the race. I've watched its previous races, and I think this horse is improving all the time. The big swinging factor for me was, you know, in a handicap race, when a horse wins or runs well, its handicap markets put up for the next race, so basically it has to carry more weight in the race. So those two horses I mentioned before, Roland Ward, he's carrying £10 more today. 
Comprand is carrying nine pound more today because Coppolas didn't finish the race. It's hard to assess sort of quite where you put his handicap mark. So he's only been raised three pounds. So he's seven pounds and six pounds better off with those two horses in the race where I think he might have beat them anyway. Uh, right. So so I think looking at the figures, looking at the prices, uh, Ollie Murphy's informed the trainer. I love Aidan Coleman, the jockey. I think he's cracking. Uh, six to one, I think. You'll probably get, because it's the big race of the day at Adok as well, I reckon you'll get five places on that. Uh, yeah. Smash into that each way. So it's 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 more it's it's a little bit more than your money back. So it's near enough a free bet. You you're definitely going to think it's going to finish in the top five, obviously. So yeah. it's like a, a free bet to, to try and win. At exactly that, mate. and that's yeah. that's exactly the way I've looked at it. It's I'm very confident that you won't lose your money on it. Yeah, and Brilliant. hopeful, hopeful that you'll get a crack and run for your money at six to one. Yeah. Uh, Next race, we're shooting over to Ascot for the 2.30, which is a one-mile four race. Uh, it's a listed race, uh, which is one of the class ones, not quite at the top level. Uh, and again, we've got a key race in this, which was a, a race at Newbury a few weeks back, where a horse called Without a Fight came second, beat uh, three other horses that are opposing today, Outbox, a horse called Tyson Fiore, actually, uh, and a couple of others. Boxing, somebody mentioned boxing. I don't know, your missus is going to pop her head back in now with a wig on again. <laughs> uh, I can't see any reason why any of the horses that finish behind without a fight will beat it today. I oh, see uh, what you did there with Tyson Fiore without a fight. See that? Uh, the, probably, do you know what? I can see a forecast coming on now without a fight and Tyson Fiore in that. And I haven't, oh, yeah. that's not the tip. That's not the tip. Uh, there's a horse called Alba Flora, which I think could have the beating of him. That's a filly who's improving quite quickly. However, we're going to go for a horse called Roberto Escobar. It's trained by William Agus, who's having a great start to the season. He's operating at a 30% win rate at the moment, which is huge. Tom Marquand's back from Australia, cracking jockey, riding well. It's only raced three times in its life. On its third run, it was thrown into a Group 2 race at York. The standard of that race was ridiculous. Some of the horses it ran against are now rated far superior to it. They, they must think a lot of this horse to throw it into a race like that on its third run. They must they must rate it very highly. It has a wind operation as well uh, during the winter while it's uh, had some time off. I'm I'm thinking this has been overlooked in the market. It's eight to one uh, with Paddy Power. Again, if it if it runs to form. And improves. I mean, it's clearly got improvements in it. Otherwise, they wouldn't have given it the wind's operation. It's only got to run to somewhere like its last level to be competitive in this anyway. Uh, so, given that level of improvement that's thrown in there, I think eight to, eight to one's a huge price. So, that's my next best uh, bet of the day. Uh, that is Roberto Escobar, 230 at Ascot. And the last one, easy. The 340 Ascot is the Victoria Cup, which is basically a cavalry charge over seven furlongs with 27 runners all running in a straight line. So I thought... Oh, lovely. I thought that would be easy to crack. Let's have a little yeah. look at that one. <laughs> uh, it, it's Mustard. 
Yeah, mustard, yeah. <laughs> it's an absolutely wide open race, this, as you'd expect. Um, I've been trying to get us a little... I'm not even looking. I'm looking at my notes. I'm not looking at the screen. <laughs> I am trying to get us and our listeners a bit of an outsider uh, for this one to try and give us a run for our money and make a few quid. So we are going on a horse called Carabana. It uh, begins with a K, Carabana, running for Richard Hughes. First of all, I like the fact that it's a hold-up horse. So, trying to go from the front at Ascot, over seven furlongs with 27 horses, and biting at your ass is fairly impossible to do. These races are often won by something that finishes well uh, and comes with a bit of a late rattle. So, he's an hold-up horse. I also prefer horses that are drawn middle to high. Sort of low numbers don't have a, a great record in this race. It's not impossible to win, though. But I think the pace is more middle to high in this race. So he's drawn, right? He's a hold-up horse. He's the right age as well. Uh, so he's improving all the time. He's got a low weight. And he's got a jockey on called George Rook, who uh, can claim £3 because uh, he's an apprentice. Uh, he's won over the distance, which is quite important. So seven furlongs is a weird distance. You're not a sprinter and you're not a miler or a middle distance. Seven furlongs is so weird. And you need someone who's proven at the distance. A lot of the horses at the top of the market are milers dropping back. Whether they've got the actual speed to go this race is, is you know, it's, it's, it's up for discussion. So this horse is 16 to 1. Uh, which, uh, do you know what? So I've already checked. <laughs> Loads of the firms already are paying six places on this. Yeah. Uh, you'll probably get Skybet going nuts, won't you? Oh, uh, I'm having a look now. I know you love Skybet, don't you? <laughs> they're, they're probably going, like, on the day, they'll probably go seven seven places, I reckon, Skybet. Yeah, they're, they're paying seven places in that. Oh, Adi, there you go. But, so, but, it, but Carabana's only two to one. <laughs> <laughs> what price is Carabana with Skybet, mate? Just um, oh, scroll right down to the bottom to the no hopers. Why can't I find it? Brilliant. So, what would you say that they would be? Um, my bet there would be um, a place, a treble place bet. So a place treble on them, mate, would be fantastic. So it's three horses. So I'd look at uh, place fourteen to one. 14 to 1. Okay, so you can get 16 to 1 with 365. Uh, yeah, that's for certain now because I put it on yesterday. Do you know what I like about this as well? This fits the Dave Clark trend, this of, of horse betting, because I don't know the ins and outs of betting like you. When I look at the form and it goes like 4 2 and then it wins 1, I look at like the rest and it went, it goes 4 2. And then it's the next race, so it's gonna win. I like that. That's that's got the seal of approval. I love it me when it goes like, say for example, four, two, one, and then it goes <laughs> seven, and then I think one hundred percent. They didn't try in that last race. The hundred percent is gonna win this next race because it's gonna I, I can't tell. Hundred percent. Are you two winding me up here, or what? No, no, we don't. We don't. <laughs> no, no. We don't, we don't need just... your input here. Our, our, our way of doing things is bang on, mate. 99% this. It's like, one of, one of, it's like one of you's had Tourette's and the other one was playing bingo. 
okay, so you've made a complete mockery of that selection, basically. I've studied the form, worked out the draw, the age, the tactics. I've worked out that there's a jockey taking three pounds off that takes him nicely into the handicap. You know, he's had the right amount of days off, his ratings bang on. All I needed to look at was four, two, seven, one, boom, you're in. <laughs> uh, right, okay. Carabana, three forty at Ascot, sixteen to one. We've got uh Coppolus, uh, six to one each way, nap at Haydock three ten. And we've got Roberto Escobar, two thirty at Ascot, uh, eight to one each way. So like I was saying, Chris, you can have a play. There's only three horses there, so you can have a play. I'd do them all singles uh, each way. Uh, you'd be gutted if they all came in and you hadn't had them in at 60 or something. Yeah, yeah. So, mate, uh, you could even do a pound 60 on this. It'd pay huge because of the prices. Uh, yeah, would, yeah. And then I think what you alluded to then, mate, was the uh, the place-only treble. I think that could be a great shout. Especially yeah, if you get set. Seven places, five places, six yeah, places. Exactly, that's what I was just about to say. Yeah, I think I think that is so normal. That's what I do. I do your singles better, and then uh, each way accumulator, and, and then play about with anything else depending on on the prices. Have you, have you had a look at what the treble pays? Uh, I uh, no, I haven't actually, mate. No, I should have done that. Sorry. That's all right. Don't worry. Don't worry. Another another fine fight off your feet. But don't worry, mate. Half a job. No problem. I know I always say it, but honestly, I love all them selections. That the way you've explained them, after I think they bang on. I'll be all over them. Just working. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just working the treble out as we speak. The trebles, Christ, if that treble comes in, mate, it's over a thousand to one. <laughs> <laughs> then you'll show up about your twenty-two to one winner, won't you, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> I've not mentioned it in ten minutes. You're not, no. Remember that time I had a hundred to one treble a couple of weeks ago on the horses? No. Can't remember that. No. <laughs> right, brilliant fellas. Um excellent you will look forward to that uh this weekend, Saturday, um, and 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 a little bit of uh, rugby and stuff and everything else thrown in. Remember we are on Instagram, um, Twitter, um on your smart speaker, we're on the radio on Saturday on the warm-up on Radio Warrington. Have a have a little look out for that. Please do tell your friends, uh, your family, because every single week we're, we're providing, um, I say we're, they um, are providing uh, winners, and good price winners as well. We're not we're not just picking your favourites to win, we're throwing them in, as you heard it, at the very beginning of the podcast for um, all the different selections that came in just, just the, the last time out. So it was really, really good. So spread the word, um, give us a follow on social media, and we shall see you next time. Thanks very much, fellas. We shall speak to you soon. See you later, boys. Take care.